Hello everyone and welcome to episode 72 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to try and answer the question, do you need to be talented to learn a language? Do you need to be talented to learn a language? We're going to try and answer that question in just a second. But before we do, just a couple of quick reminders, as always. If you have any thoughts about the podcast or you would like to suggest some topics for future episodes, then you can contact me via Instagram at Unlocking British English or you can email me unlockingbritishenglish at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to download the transcript for this episode or any of the other episodes, you can do that for free on the website. That is www.unlockingbritishenglish.com. So, do you need to be talented to learn a language? Since I've started sharing my language learning journey and my progress on YouTube uh, and different places online, I've had different people say to me that you must have a talent for learning languages. I'm just not the kind of person that can learn a language. I don't have that talent. You must have a talent for learning languages. First of all, I guess we should start by talking about what does it mean to have a talent for something as opposed to skill, right? What's the difference between skill and talent? Basically, skill is something that we can develop or improve, right? Everyone can develop a skill or they can improve at a skill. You can practice something and you'll get better at it. Talent is something that we associate as being internal, right? It's a part of who you are. It's something that you can't learn or teach. It's just something that you are or that you have. So everyone can improve at the skill of learning to drive a car, for example, or the skill of driving a car. Everyone can learn that skill. Everyone can become better at it. They can develop it. But if you have a talent for driving, it means that you are just naturally good at driving, right? You didn't really have to try very hard to learn it. You don't really have to think about it. You don't find it difficult. You're just naturally comfortable with performing that action or that skill. Um, and similarly, you know, if we think about language learning, everyone can develop the skill of learning a language uh, or they can improve on their skills uh, within language learning. They can improve certain elements of it. Everyone can learn certain parts of a language. But if we were to say that someone is talented at language learning, that would mean that they are naturally good at learning languages, that it's something that just sort of happens for them. Again, they don't really have to try. Um, they don't really have to, to think about it so much. So there are, of course, elements of both of these things uh, within anything that you learn, right? Of course, everyone can learn things and everyone can develop at things, but there do seem to be things that uh, some people kind of pick up a little bit easier. Um, they seem to have a little bit less trouble with it. They just find it a little bit more, a little bit easier, a little bit simpler. Um, and you'll find the same thing with language learning, right? Language learning is a skill that you have to devote time to, to develop. Um, but to think of, you know, just 
well, to use the word skill is a bit vague, right? It's not so straightforward. Um, and when we think about language learning um, and skills within language learning, it's not so much the language itself that you would have a skill at, it's more the actual action of learning, right? The skill is the learning of a language. And so there are lots of different factors that can determine your success right with learning a language um, and different things that we could think of as as kind of skills things that you can improve on that you can develop um, so some of these for example like time management right different people are uh, have you know a different skill level let's say with their ability to manage time if you're someone that's good at managing your own time then you're likely to be more successful with language learning because you're going to be able to devote more time to it motivation is another is another factor uh, some people you know they have they've practiced kind of motivating themselves right they've made a habit of taking action of getting up and doing stuff um, if you're not a very motivated person you're not going to find it as easy to practice um, you know a positive attitude is another thing that everyone can kind of develop and um, and get better at you know if you have a positive attitude towards language learning if you don't allow yourself to you know get too down in yourself and feel too negative and things like that um, uh, your, your ability to deal with uh, feelings of embarrassment or even to deal with criticism uh, again are going to be factors you know someone that gets very embarrassed every time they make a mistake is going to find it more difficult than someone that um, you know doesn't doesn't get so embarrassed and doesn't doesn't feel so bad when they when they fail and things like that and um, you know and, and yeah all, all of those kind of things I mean there's lots of different uh, little factors that we can look at um, you know they're all things that people can develop in they're all things that people can uh, get better at um, but so they're all things that we could you know consider as skills but what would talent be in relation to language what would it mean for someone to be you know just naturally um, better at learning a language some people are naturally able to remember things a little bit faster a little bit better some people show you know they naturally have a slightly better memory than other people um, you know some people have the ability to arrange words in their head in a little bit more of a coherent fashion so that you know you can be understood when you're speaking uh, some people have just slightly better uh, audio comprehension right they're able to process the information that they hear a little bit quicker and other people are, are slower um, you know you it, it, it with for most people with language learning you can kind of think of this as um, you know like just the, the the starting point being a little bit further forward so it's like you're in a race and someone's allowed to start uh, a little bit further forward um, now, obviously, in the example of a race, it would depend on the length uh, of the race, right? If it's a very short race, then that's a big advantage. But if it's a long race, uh, it doesn't end up making so much of a big, uh, a big difference, right? And language learning is very much a marathon rather than a sprint, right? It's a long-term uh, endeavor rather than a short-term endeavor. And so there are people that, you know, have a little bit of a an edge maybe in the beginning they can get off to a little bit of a um, 
you know, get off to a bit of a, a better start. But in the long run, in the grand scheme of things, it, it really doesn't make that much of a difference, right? Um, but if this idea of talent is real and some, you know, some people are talented language learners and other people aren't, then it would make sense that there would be some way to kind of identify this, right, to find it, to kind of measure it, to understand it. Um, well, it turns out that during the 50s and the 60s, uh, researchers on second language acquisition, on you know, learning a second language, uh, actually tried to do that by, you know, using the ideas of cognitive psychology and, and cognitive behavior and, and different things like that. Um, and so basically, there researchers found that there were kind of or that they they broke down people's abilities into kind of four categories right people's cognitive abilities their ability to process things um, mentally um, and and understand different things into into sort of four different categories right so the first of these categories is what they called phonemic coding, which is a very fancy way of saying the ability to identify sounds and link them to their symbols, right, to how they're written, um, to be able to identify a sound and know what that is. Um, the second is what they called gram grammatical sensitivity, um, which is basically your ability to notice uh, you know, the grammatical functions of a word in a sentence. So, for example, some people, if they see a word being used a certain way three or four times, they'll understand how that works or more or less understand how that works. Other people, they need to see it maybe 10 times, 20 times before they start to get that same sense of understanding. So that's what they would call grammatical sensitivity. Um, the third is inductive learning ability, which is a fancy way of saying the, your, your ability to recognize patterns, um, you know, to recognize patterns and to kind of uh, assume or generalize different rules and things based on the patterns that you see, right? Things happen over and over again uh, with the same result. You start to recognize that this means that. Um, and then the final, the fourth category was what they called rote learning ability, which is your ability to retain lists of words, uh, to remember lists of words and their translations and things like that. Um, and so based on those four categories, there was a test designed that's called the Modern Language Aptitude Test, uh, or MLAT for short. Um, this actually isn't a test that is just available for like normal people uh, like like you and I, but I think if you have like if you work with different companies or teams or stuff, you can maybe get access to it. Um, anyway, this this test, the MLAT, um, basically was designed to try and figure out, you know, how quickly and effectively language learners can perform certain tasks. Um, based on the different like instructions and conditions and different things. Um, and so, of course, as you might imagine, the, the, the different people that took these tests displayed, you know, a variety of different skills and different things. Uh, some people were good at remembering words, but they weren't good uh, with being able to hear the sounds and associate it to the word as it was written. Uh, other people would be good at figuring out these kind of grammar functions, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to 
understand the patterns, which to say maybe they could understand the function of a word, but they couldn't necessarily infer the meaning of a full sentence based on the collection of these words um, and different things. And so there was a wide variety of results and there was different ways in which the tests were used to try and figure out, you know, come to different conclusions about how people are actually learning languages and, and what these different talents might be and how to break these things down. Um, you know, and, and so as researchers, as different researchers start to use this test to to further explore um, these all these different ideas about language learning, uh, you know, people basically found out that students who found success with language learning, people that were successful with language learning, did so largely through following their own natural interests, right? Basically, that people were successful at learning languages because they learned in a way that suited them personally. So even if they weren't particularly strong in all of the different aspects, they would find uh, a language learning style that kind of reflected their strengths, um, that allowed them to use the things that they were good at um, in order to, you know, make language learning work for them. So basically, they're, they're, well, everyone has certain talents, right? And so because of that, there are certain people that will have a slightly easier time getting started at least with certain parts of learning a skill. So some people will find some parts of language learning slightly easier than other people just because of who they are, just because of a, a bunch of different factors, right? Um, but that doesn't really mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things because a lot of that evens out long term. And like we said, language learning is, you know, is a long term endeavor. But even with all that taken into account, you know, when people looked at and actually researched these things, the ultimate, the, 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 what they ultimately came out with was that people that learned successfully were people that learned in their own way, right? People that learned in a way that benefited their own learning style, that allowed them to um, exploit their strengths, right? To use their strengths to their advantage um, and, and, you know, not to allow their weaknesses to be a barrier to their language learning, right? And so at the beginning, I talked about how, uh, you know, I've had loads of comments on YouTube or friends that have messaged me on Instagram or different things, people that I knew before I started learning languages that have said to me, oh, you're obviously, you know, just good at learning languages. You obviously have a talent for learning languages. And there is a chance that I have some talent for an element of, you know, part of this process. But ultimately, what has been the most important thing for me with my with the success that I have had, which is not to say that I've had this huge, unthinkable success. You know, I've managed to get a decent level of Spanish um, in the amount of time that I've been learning. But there are plenty of people that have done way better than me. Um, you know, I might have some talents, but ultimately what has brought me success and what will bring all or any of you success irregardless of the things that you are or aren't good at is being able to find a way to make language learning work for you right you have to understand what kind of things benefit you uh, and then you'll you can start to understand like what kinds of 
um, techniques and principles you can apply to be more effective in your own language learning. Um, for me, for example, I think that if I have a talent for something within language learning, it is likely the, you know, that element of recognizing patterns and seeing things, you know, being able to see things a few times and start to get a bit of an understanding for how that works. Um, and so that has allowed me to get a lot out of what you would call extensive e input, right? Extensive exposure. So rather than taking a piece of content and analyzing it, looking at every little word, translating everything I don't know, all I've really been doing for the vast majority of the time I've been learning Spanish is just watching lots of content, right? Just exposing myself to loads of the language uh, and allowing that exposure to inform my understanding of how the language works. That's not to say that I haven't gone off and looked up other things and done different stuff, um, you know, looked at things in detail and done some more intensive analytical uh, learning of the language but the vast majority of it for me has been this extensive exposure um, you know for other people they have different strengths right and so different things work better for them you know some people um, are going to be a lot better at the audio element right of listening and being able to recognize those sounds but if that's not something you're good at then don't force yourself to just do loads and loads and loads and loads of listening allow yourself to do lots of reading right build your vocabulary through reading or through other methods combine that with listening allow your strength to um, to to help to improve your weaknesses right to strengthen your weaknesses as it were um, so you know even if you're you know you feel like you're the kind of person that's you know not that good at language learning you know you're not a natural language learner for whatever reason um, even if that is true with practice and with dedication you can develop that right you know back in the day let's say you know not so long ago it was kind of assumed that the brain structure didn't really change right that people's intelligence and skill was more or less kind of fixed you could make some small adaptations but not really much but we understand now that the your that you can your brain can change it can adapt to things that we can all learn and grow uh, right through what's understood as neuroplasticity right your ability to make new um, connections and different things in the brain um, you know even if you're not naturally talented at some of these basic elements of language learning you have the basic capacity to improve in your skills right you have the basic capacity to improve to get better and so the key more than having a natural talent is finding a way to make language learning work for you um, you know figure out what kind of things you are best at think about which of these different factors uh, maybe you're better at and try and focus on using those rather than you know killing yourself trying to go through um, methods that work better for other people there's no one way to learn a language uh, and so you have to find you know um, you know what's best for you so you know make sure you you understand 
while you're learning a language that's going to help you stay motivated um, try and remember that you know your openness to failure uh, and your inability to understand everything is a big key right so don't get down on yourself and and don't allow yourself to think that you're a failure or a bad language learner because you get things wrong that's just a natural part of the um of the process and and yeah if you if you put the time in you will get better at stuff you might not get better at the same rate as other people as at the same rate as everyone else but you will get better so it's just a case of time and dedication and motivation so do you need to be talented to learn language no it might help in the beginning it might help a little bit in some elements but ultimately the biggest factors are going to be the amount of time that you put into it and how effective your system is for you so yeah you are not it doesn't matter if you're talented or not you are not unable to learn a language because of you know who you are or anything like that so yeah that is everything I think that I wanted to talk about in today's episode so hopefully you guys have found that interesting and hopefully it's been a little bit motivating maybe for a few of you uh, like I said at the beginning if you have any thoughts or anything that you want to share with me about the podcast uh, or if you have any suggestions feel free to get in contact with me but uh, yeah I'm going to leave it there for today so thank you very much for listening hope you enjoyed it and look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode